Welcome to the Scary Basement, Jump Scare. Each month, me and my friend Mikey McCaller find ourselves suddenly and jarringly back in the horrifying, scary basement. And we're never ready for it. I'm Roxy Polk, and I was in the middle of cleaning my car, ordering new printer ink for my printer, and trying to find out where the heck I put that pen I keep constantly misplacing. And I'm Mikey McCaller, and I was in the middle of learning about Polybius. Roxy, what a video game that Polybius is. Uh, yeah, it sure, it sure is something. <laughs> Did you also know that in addition to being a video game, it is an urban legend video game, Mikey? <laughs> let me tell you, Mikey, You let me tell you and uh, anybody listening at the door of the scary basement, the uh, legend of Polybius, the cursed oh, arcade it. cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A mysterious arcade cabinet appeared in several suburbs in Portland, Oregon in the year 1981. The game caused many who played it to become completely addicted to the point where they would not sleep or eat. Lines mm. that formed to play the machine would often result in fights over who would be able to play next. Then one day, the machines were visited by men in black, who collected unknown data from the machines. The data tested responses to the game's psychoactive effects. Players suffered from unpleasant side effects after playing, such as hallucinations, seizures, amnesia, night terrors, and worst of all, insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> one month after its release in 1981, the Polybius cabinet disappeared without a trace. Players account of uh, player accounts of their time with the game said that the company who made it well, was called Cineslosion, which is a word <laughs> described by writer Brian During as a not quite idiomatic German word, basically meaning they just came up with and made up their own German word. It's not a real word that exists. Well, it sounds like sinister. Yes, and it is actually two words combined, which the two words themselves mean sense delete or possibly sensory deprivation. They're derived oh. from the German words seen. Uh, okay, I don't know German, so I apologize if I'm completely hecking this up for anybody who knows Roxy, German. Roxy, <laughs> you promised me you would learn German. <laughs> for the podcast, I promised I would. Off screen. All right, uh, <laughs> let's try it. So it's cine. I was probably wrong, which means senses, and lotion. Lotion? L-O with an umlaut, S-C-H-E-N. Well, I like you seeing lotion. lotion on my elbows. I think that <laughs> helps keep them <laughs> fresh and <laughs> vibrant. You got to moisturize your elbows. People often forget that, Mikey. Uh, which means to extinguish or to delete. The name of the arcade cabinet itself Polybius is also the name of a classical Greek historian who was born in, get this, Mikey, Arcadia. Like Arcadia. <laughs> it's a fact. And Polybius is a, uh, said that historians should never report on what they cannot verify with interviews from eyewitnesses. Famously said this. Wait, hold, okay, hold on. Uh -huh. So we've got people coming in to play this arcade game. Yes. And they're getting so addicted that they're having night terrors and they're beating the shit out of people who want to stop them from playing the arcade game. Uh-huh. And then we find out that this arcade game is named after a Greek philosopher who said, don't trust anything you can't verify. Yes. Scary. <laughs> the cabinet itself is like a black cabinet that just has the text Polybius. There's, you've probably seen it since you've been looking it up as well, Mikey, I know. <laughs> The type font, like, logo, it's very simple. It's kind of like a pale sort of green outline. It's kind of reminiscent of early Game Boy screens in terms of color, in a way. But that's the only defining feature. 
I'm looking it up right now. I'm wanna, okay. I want to see it. Because I was just looking up the words. <laughs> just oh, reading. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure uh, our lovely editor can insert it into the podcast. Ooh. The podcast listing on Podbean. So if any of you are listening and want to check that out and don't feel like just Googling the word Polybius, it'll be up there for you. It is very scary. And this one of the things that fascinates me about this as well is Oregon and Portland, Oregon specifically, has very few urban legends. So the fact that this is like an urban legend from the town I live in is like my home now and has mm-hmm. been for like collectively possibly like nine years or something, eight years at this point. Uh, it was very cool, especially because it's video game related. And he- Mikey, we know that both you and I love video games. So we're big video game people. And <laughs> we think here's here's what I think is so interesting about this urban legend, which Roxy, I think is real. Of course. Men in black coming to collect stuff, the government experimenting on unsuspecting citizens, of course. Happens all the I, time. I am liking the idea of men in black just like bending over the arcade cabinet and like trying to pry it open to get the quarters out. <laughs> <laughs> What's so interesting and I think kind of creepy about this game to me is this idea that we don't have a huge sample size for like the long term effects of what something like video games are going to do to the human psyche. And I think the internet kind of plays into this too. We don't mm. really know how this is going to change us. So like we are kind of making ourselves vulnerable to something we were maybe not naturally designed to do or know or experience by well, playing I, these video games. Well, I think also like video games are essentially a vehicle for fun or relaxation or better your skills, be competitive, you know, maybe prove yourself or something. So mm-hmm. the idea that this thing that is supposed to be recreational, that is supposed to be something you enjoy, no matter like what flavor of experience you're trying to get from it, could have some sort of sinister undertone and is trying to play you mm-hmm. instead of have you play it, I think is kind of like a uh, interesting concept to deal with. And is probably <laughs> kind of what one of the reasons that made this urban legend come about. And so there's like quite a few different like theories about the origin and analysis and stuff for like if this arcade cabinet existed ever at all or was it a Mm -hmm. complete myth what i want to know is like how much is legend and how much is real like do we think this cabinet actually existed so there were reports in the 80s of arcades and like gambling places being busted up because of actual crimes like gambling money laundering type stuff So there were people in law enforcement going into arcade places and kind of like arresting Mm. people, taking cabinets away. So I think that kind of contributed. So people saw the cops going in and breaking up gambling that was going on on like two dudes on a Donkey Kong machine. (laughs) And they mistook that for the men in black coming to collect data on the human psyche. So there's like part of that. Then there was. Uh, reports of like people getting sick after playing video games i think in a couple of these cases Mm. people were either like sick beforehand or like had particular conditions you know if if somebody was sensitive to flashing lights and played a game like that and they had a seizure or something people wouldn't think oh they had that predisposition to be affected by that it's like oh no the machine is cursed and sure the cursed machine did it to them and it's a government conspiracy (laughs) well that's kind of like the the way that like (laughs) religion gets started like the sun rises and then it's like well what else could it be besides a god and then we learn a little bit about how science works and we're like oh got it it was just uh, neurons firing in their brain differently than they do in neurotypical people yeah and the thing is too this supposedly like took place in 81 but people weren't even talking about it existing until like the 90s (laughs) oh it takes that long for information to leak out sure of course yeah from from (laughs) 
the government conspiracy sure. websites. So it's like people talking on the internet. There were some people who claim like, oh yeah, I, w- I played the machine or I programmed the machine. Like all Whoa. these people coming out of the woodwork online that were continuously debunked to be like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows you didn't do that. And to the point that also people more modernly have recreated the cabinet, you know, mm. it's been featured in different, like actually this season one of Loki featured it. And I even yelled about mm-hmm. it on my Twitter that was like, oh, what the Polybius machine. Yeah. That's so funny that it ended up in like the Loki reject <laughs> uh, stuff that got pruned from regular timelines. That was a funny little thing. Uh, a long time ago, I remember seeing the Polybius arcade game pop up on The Simpsons. Oh, yes, that's right. It was in The Simpsons as well. Yeah. They just stick it in there. It's such a cool, like, little detail to have whenever you have an arcade scene. You're like, just put a Polybius reference in there. Yeah. <laughs> we horror nerds are craving it. It's so much fun. Yeah, people have recreated the cabinet. There's been, you know, talk about what the actual gameplay was like if this did, in fact, exist. It's kind of That's like- what I'm wondering. What kind of game would it be that would suck us in that much? It's got kind of like this strobing effect where you're like shooting stuff kind of down a corridor. I mean, again, this is people theorizing and people recreating what they think it was like. Mm-hmm. Okay, in 2007, like somebody made a PC game called Polybius. And then more recently, somebody made a Polybius game in 2017 for like PlayStation 4. Oh. Um, that was also a VR game. So it was supposed to be kind of even more <laughs> like in on the urban legend to like kind of, I guess, manipulate or encompass your psyche or like your perspective when you're playing it that rules they were like you know inspired by the urban legends (laughs) (laughs) let's see the one in 2007 was a 2d shooter kind of resembling the game star castle okay i'm googling star castle right now because i gotta know what kind of game we're playing that is giving such good information oh i see it it looks almost a little like uh geometry wars yeah yeah that'd be a good way to describe it too it's kind of like on this dark background with just very simple lines like kind of outlining the space you're Mm -hmm. in and moving through looks very basic which is why it's supposed to be so sinister i guess sure (laughs) here listen (laughs) i'll tell you i worked at gamestop when the xbox 360 first came out and geometry wars was like the system seller for that console when it first was out are you kidding (laughs) no that game ruled we had a little display at gamestop to play geometry wars and it was hard not to play it is so addicted, Mikey. It yeah. was drawing my, in with its psych- psychotropic. My gameplay. district manager did come in a lot and take what could only be thought of as data from the machine. And we never saw him unless he was coming in to collect data from the Xbox 360. And he did tell us he worked for the government. Oh, well, in that case. Hmm. And speaking of the government, so another like tie in too is the MK Ultra experiments. Yeah, let's talk about these. So MKUltra experiments were real things that happened, like real things the government did that were absolute horror shows. There'd be things like sleep deprivation, see what that does to a person. Give people LSD, see what that does. (laughs) Stuff like that that would like alter your brain, either brain chemistry or Mm -hmm. brain reaction time, whatever, that like kind of fed into this to be like, oh yeah, the government could be trying to, you know, just experiment with people on the street and see what would happen. And I think also... There was a early game around this time period that was made for the government that was like training people how to use tanks and like simulate <laughs> tank battles and stuff. So it's like yeah, there it was were called worms. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> worms Armageddon <laughs> for the tree. <laughs> and so I think th- there was also this, you know, people 
knowing that the government did make a training video game, or commissioned one, I don't know. And these experiments with MKUltra where they literally experimented on people, sometimes people were not exactly clued in on what the hell the experiment was and what was going to be done to them before they Mm. signed on to it. Why would they be? Yeah, exactly, right? (laughs) Human beings don't deserve to know what's happening to their brain. (laughs) It's part of the mystery. So I think like stuff like that served to further kind of cement this idea that it was the government experimenting on people, hmm. I guess. I think I know what I feel like is the the great big idea of this, like the the horrible, frightening, bones deep horror of <laughs> the concept of Polybius being real and taking advantage of. But do you have any thoughts what you think is so frightening about this idea? Well, I think the idea that, like I said before, like you think you're playing a game for recreation or under your own power when really Mm -hmm. it's stripping away your power, stripping away your intent and using it to its own ends. That's pretty terrifying, that concept, Mm -hmm. which I think is one of the reasons why it's so addictive, too, because it is like a mysterious thing where, oh, it just appeared one day and then it was gone as well. Mm -hmm. So it, it feels very ephemeral and like it was targeting only select places i guess right. too or what like, was what about was... those places that make them so susceptible to experiments yeah exactly Spooked. or is it just you know portland in the 80s wasn't a big blip on anybody's map so maybe it was like oh just go into any small town or like small city <laughs> in america and try and do that because you can get away with it because yeah. no one is monitoring you or watching you <laughs> yeah who cares about portland it's <laughs> things are just happening there and nobody can tell why or what there's fucking cthulhu's running around I mean, yeah, I would know, you know, it's the 80s were a little slower. Cthulhu's here now, but he wasn't there back then. He didn't put the place on the map back then. And, you know, Roxy, I'll tell you why my brain immediately jumped to Cthulhu for the specific, because to me, what I think is so frightening about this is kind of the same thing that's so frightening about H.P. Lovecraft stories. Oh, it's sort of this idea that if the government wanted to do something to mess with our brains, it could. I don't think that's true necessarily. But exactly. They are such a giant, powerful entity. They are so far above us that if they decide to fuck with us, there's absolutely nothing we can do. And to look into that is to drive yourself mad. Yes. Yeah, that's a uh, actually pretty interesting and also terrifying way to describe that yeah. and how it feels. I say this a lot. I have friends who kind of fell down a conspiracy hole. Okay. And this fear that the government is more powerful than it really is. And mm-hmm. the story I always tell them is why I don't necessarily feel that freaked out, but like the idea is free- is frightening, but like the notion that the government is pulling off secret conspiracies that we will never hear about kind of doesn't track for me because this is something that happened when John Kennedy was shot in Dallas. Okay. And they got a casket for him that they were going to then take to Washington to bury him in Washington. And the casket that they bought was too big to fit on the plane. Oh, my God. Okay. So they actually had to saw the handles off of John Kennedy's casket to get him on the plane back to Washington. Like, our government is inept. (laughs) These people are stupid. They can. It's not to say they wouldn't try an experiment like this, but I feel like 
it's less of a concern to me that this would get out. There would be mistakes made. Somebody would reveal it. It would be there's leaked. Too many, there's too many moving parts, and it's human error. And also mm-hmm. just, there, there's so many basic things our government can't handle that would be very necessary. That, like, right. the fact, that the idea that they could do this for some reason and pull it <laughs> off seamlessly and nobody knows, like, yes. They're, they're not, <laughs> they're... They don't have a great track record of being able to make stuff like that happen. <laughs> and I think the example you gave is just one of many that we could point to to be <laughs> like, a- yeah, they're not. It would be scary if they were actually like on their shit and in control of things. And mm-hmm. par- part of why it is more scary in some ways is that a-, a lot of very careless and horrifying things do happen as a cause of them not being on top mm-hmm. of things or not really considering who they are in charge of. But I think that's what even thinking about like, if the government was that powerful and was putting Polybius machines out there, it's like, it's so far beyond the scope of my ability to change things or to not fall victim to it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, all right, if that's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's kind of why the thought of HP Lovecraft monsters don't freak me out that much. Because I think, at, at the very least, this is my brain doing protection work <laughs> for my heart right now. Okay. If a Cthulhu is going to rise out of the ocean like all right there's nothing i can do about that there's no worry there's it's no reason over. to be worried about it now yeah, yeah it's over <laughs> and great and uh i love you all and i'm finally gonna make out with everyone i've ever had a crush on who cares <laughs> who cares it's mikey's afterlife <laughs> no that's my like <laughs> things are gonna the world's gonna end in 20 minutes i'm just calling oh, up people okay. like do you want to make out and then they say yes or no. They're like, but it'll take me 20 minutes to get to you, and then Cthulhu will have killed me by then. No. Right, yeah. Everybody <laughs> within a, a 19-minute radius of me <laughs> is getting made out with. <laughs> if they want, to be clear. Of course, of course. I mean, you'd be calling them to come to you, so they wouldn't if they didn't want to. <laughs> got 19 minutes, make it count. Roxy, I got a question for you. Okay, Mikey, what is what is your question for me? Roxy, what video game do you think is most likely to be a continuation of the Polybius project? Um, I would say that this is probably like the least covert experiment because I think hiding it in plain sight mm. and being like, this is the most popular game ever. Don't you ever don't you want to play it? Don't you want to be conditioned to uh wanna play this game from a child onwards? Uh would be mm-hmm. Fortnite. Fortnite, so many children sure. have been inducted into the cult of Fortnite, play Fortnite all the time. So many adults, mm-hmm. I've played Fortnite. My brother loves Fortnite. People like Fortnite. It conditions you to like want to play it all the time. Be like, one more <laughs> round, one more round. Where if they wanted to subvert the fun times you're having there to implant like, <laughs> you know, secret government messages to make you, I don't know, sign up for the army, whatever they want you to do. <laughs> uh, they could totally do that, especially because it has such a wide range of people. And it has, like, this colorful, poppy, kind of, like, addictive gameplay experience Mm -hmm. that it would be very easy to do. I feel like the second they add VR headsets to war. Okay. And they can make a soldier look like he's in Fortnite, but he's shooting at enemy combatants. Folks, that's, I'm not looking forward to that. That's the future the metaverse wants from us, Mikey. <laughs> That's the future the metaverse wants. And then also Facebook owns it and make money off of it. So Ugh. there you go. Good. Facebook deserves it. Everybody wins. <laughs> uh, the video game, something. I think, is probably a continuation of Polybius. I, I got to say Death Stranding. Okay. All right. I can see that, I think. But I'd like you to elaborate. Death Stranding <laughs> is such a weird Truly. game. It's Truly. such a, like, it's, you, you play 
as a mailman walking across the desert. You got to balance your shoes, how they give you blisters, and you got to swap out your shoes and make sure your weight distribution doesn't make you fall over. It's such a weird, insane game. (laughs) Like, it has to be a government experiment. It's so weird. It's so designed to, like, maybe not even so much government, but to create in us this line of thinking that, like, oh, yeah, we are slaves to capitalism. We must walk and grind ourselves to dust if we are to survive in this already post-apocalyptic world well also when that game was made it was before the uh pandemic and the whole <laughs> deal with like the world there is the rain like is toxic it makes you age super fast right so you like just mm, die right. so everybody is isolated and indoors and that's why your main character is wearing like a full rain suit and carrying around heavy shit and <laughs> delivering things to people who are all in isolation and isolated areas <laughs> damn wild what that movie got right movie <laughs> what did i say <laughs> Video <said> movie <laughs> yeah. so i think like it's already happening mikey death strain- straining is literally happening yeah good and we're ready for it now because of the government yep. <laughs> roxy on a scale from one to nine one being the least likely nine being the most likely and not 10 because 10 does not exist in the scary basement how likely do you think the polybius myth is to be real Well, I said eight out of nine for the government doing experiments on unsuspecting citizens, Mm. because that has literally happened many times. But I'd say Polybius itself, the arcade cabinet and the uh, urban legend, I don't think it happened. Sadly, (laughs) it's a cool thing to think about, but I don't think it happened. So I'm docking one point. (laughs) Sure. I was going to say five. Okay. Over halfway, because kind of for the same reason, like I do think, of course, the United States is pulling off experiments on people and they're doing this and it's fine the idea that they would make it a video game which i think would be really effective is what makes me think it's so much less likely the fact that they would be good at it i think is probably not the case i think that is a uh, good angle to take yeah (laughs) totally makes sense (laughs) so that was that was polybius mikey do you feel like you have learned a lot about urban legends and about my town (laughs) yeah i feel like i've spent a good 20 minutes in Portland. Yeah. <laughs> now you know being, all about it. Being scared. I've been to Portland a couple <laughs> of times. I don't think I've ever felt the emotion of fear <laughs> while I was there. <laughs> it's it's not a very scary town, I'd say, from nah, my experience. Good. So. <laughs> <laughs> and now the episode is over. Jump scare.